Ladies and gentlemen, I am thankful that Jesus Christ loved me so much that He became the propitiation for my sins and for the sins of all those who will call upon Him. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4 say, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. You see, my friends, it was always, always, always the plan of God to give us His mercy and His grace through His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. It was always, always, always the plan to give us eternal life, to deliver us from our sin and to redeem us unto Himself. Hebrews 9, verses 27 and 28 say, As it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this to judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, but unto them that look for Him shall He appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Jesus Christ died for sin. But He did not die for His own sin. He died for the sins of all of us. He died for us so that we can call on Him. So that we can know that we have hope beyond this life. So that we can know that there is a better place waiting for us. The trials and the tribulations, the struggles of this world are as life is. They are a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. But faith in Jesus Christ and His gift of His life, His yoke upon us, is eternal and will never be taken from us. Romans 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death. Because we are sinners, we will die. We will shed these mortal bodies and we will leave this realm of existence and go into the realm that is true to the real place to our real home which is more real than anything we will ever see here it says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord we will receive that eternal life if you trust in Jesus Christ for that eternal life second Peter verse Chapter 3, verse 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That all should turn away from our ideas and what we think life should be and turn towards the, the pureness, the holiness, the righteousness that is Jesus Christ to trust Him and to receive Him, accept Him into ourselves so that we may be sealed by His Holy Spirit, by that Comforter. Romans 10 verse 13 seals the deal. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It doesn't say whosoever uh, call, will call upon the name of the Lord might be saved. It doesn't say that you could be saved. It doesn't say if you do enough good works or you're holy and righteous enough within yourself, you, you, you'll be saved. It says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My friends, trust that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, that He rose again on the third day. And then ask Him to forgive you for your sins and to give you His eternal life. This I pray for each and every one of us. God bless.
Running Waters podcast where we're taking the gospel and teachings of Christ to the world. Today is December 27, 2021. It is Monday morning for another 15 minutes. I'm your host, Kevin Rimlinger. First of all, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, hear what I have gleaned from the Word of God and what I'm going to get out of today's interview. Today we have with us returning Scott Messenger. If you remember, he came to us what, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and taught us about uh, Corey Timboom. Yeah, very good interview. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's really good. Um, today we got another missionary report. We're talking about Robert Sheffy, as you saw in the intro to this video and podcast. So thank you for having uh, joining us again, Brother Scott. And, yes, thank you for having me. I know nothing about Sheffy. Other than what you've yeah, told me. Yeah. So I'm just going to let you go and okay. tell us what you want to tell us. And right. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. If I have a question during okay. yeah. you, yeah. that yeah. you bring yeah. up. Yeah. Right. I have something about it. Amen. So um, basically, I will tell you how I was introduced to uh, Brother Robert Sheffy. Okay. And this was through um, some friends and brother and sister in Christ that uh, used to come to uh, Bible Baptist and are... Um, they were snowbirds, and they would come down half the year and live up in Michigan half the year, and they moved up there permanently. But uh, one night I went over to their house, and they put on this movie that was done by Bob Jones uh, University. They have a film department, and they did all these different movies and stuff, these Christian movies. And this one they showed me was uh, titled Sheffy, and so that was how I was first introduced to him, and this is basically the movie version of the book titled the saint of the wilderness and so the book is very extensive yeah and the movie basically goes and picks stuff out of the book like the main stuff i mean because if they put the whole entire book in the movie it would be like three four hours long so right. they have to make a mini series out of it sure. so so basically what That'd they did cool. was you know made this movie and uh if you want to look at the cover here, this is the cover here, the cover of the movie. Yeah, this is we'll, the, uh, we'll put pictures yeah. up on the yeah, video okay. for people. Okay, um, but this is a commemorative edition. They redid it, digitally uh, restored, and based on a true story. So that's how I got introduced to that and, um, from uh, that couple. And so, and then I wanted to know more about him after watching the movie. So then I was trying to look for this book this book here, and uh, it took me a long time to find it. <laughs> what was that? It was not, uh, it's titled The Saint of the Wilderness. Okay. And this was written by Jess Carr, and uh, then they made it into a motion picture uh, from Unusual Films is the name of the company. That was the company by Bob Jones University, Unusual Films. Okay. Is the name of the company the, that made the movie, and it was based off of this book. So basically this book goes into a lot of detail about his life before he got saved, and then up to when he got saved and then him becoming a circuit riding preacher in the Virginia, West Virginia area up, up north and other areas. They don't really mention the other areas, but that's mainly where he was stationed at, where he rode around and told people in that. So it's back in the uh, mid-1800s is when he lived. And uh, let me see here. Tell us how when he was born. Again, let me... So it said he was born on July 4th of 1820, and then he died on August 20th of 1902. And so he got saved when he was a teenager, and he lived with a pres his uh, family was Presbyterian. Okay. And then he 
went and became a Methodist circuit riding uh, preacher and went around and went to all these uh, camp meetings, tent meetings, because they used to set up a lot of tent meetings back in those days. Yeah. And people would just come from all over the place and just gather and, and he would always preach. Um, he did a lot of praying too. He was always a, a prayer warrior, big Praise prayer God. warrior. And this book right here talks about, you know, uh, shorter, I guess it's like a shorter version of this book. Uh -huh. So they took parts of this book out and put it in this book and then other things and diaries that they found of him. So, and this one's titled Brother Sheffy, a Christian who knew the power of prayer. So he did a lot of praying and stuff and and more, I think he did more praying than preaching because he was always afraid of um, getting up behind the pulpit and preaching and didn't think he was worthy enough to do that kind of stuff. So, but he was, uh, but uh, um, to go back to when he got saved, so he lived a pretty reprobate uh, life before that and he was gonna go to college and all this stuff and his, uh, he lived with his aunt and uncle and yep. stuff for a long time, and they were a really, really rich family and stuff. And then he he decided to go out on his own because after he got saved, his aunt was and his uncle were like, you know, they they were like thought that religion could do something for them, and you know, and right. why, why why did he go and do this? Why couldn't he, you know, just keep following their religion, yeah. you know, and stuff of like that? And then he had to explain to them, you know, he got saved because him and his friends were going to go and they were going to disrupt this um, little revival meeting that they were having in town. Mm -hmm. And then he got convicted and stopped his friends from from doing too much damage to the, because they were sitting in the back and they were kind of like mocking the preacher and stuff like that. And then they right. started throwing corn husks at them and stuff and other things. Wow. And, and uh, so they stopped him and then he got really convicted and then they ran out, I guess, is what happened. And then he stayed and talked to the, the preacher that was there and then he showed him the Bible, you know, how to be saved. And then he trusted Jesus and then he ended up going and wanting to be a teacher and teach the children the Bible. And he didn't really want to do like the preaching part, but he right. didn't mind teaching the kids and stuff so then they you know one day he ended up having to get behind the pulpit and do his first sermon and he got really nervous about it and ran out and the guy stopped him and, oh no yeah he got, goes through that in the story here and in the, in the movie and stuff and explains to it in, in the book i'm sure in more detail but like i said the book goes in a lot of detail about yeah. about his life and you know it, it's really interesting because he had um he had lived a reprobate life and then he got saved and then he ended up getting married and having a bunch of children from his first marriage and then she passed away and then he ended up getting married again um, to another woman and her name was um, um, Elizabeth and he called her Eliza and for short yeah. and that was her and they had a, a son and he kind of did some things that you know, we all do things that we, you know, that are not right, you know, right. and, you know, and he had a family stuff and he, you know, left them, left them, you know, a lot and stuff like that and went out and did a lot of, you know, circuit riding preaching and leaving them by themselves and not really being a real father figure and all that stuff. Sure. A lot of people, a lot of people get upset because of that part of his life and stuff and, you know, and I understand, but, you know, he, he, I guess that you know he had felt like that's what he had to do you know even though that part was probably wrong to you know to you married and you know not and having a family and then wanting to go out on your own and you know leave them behind type right. of thing which you know wasn't right of him to do you know but you know we all live and learn from 
mistakes we make and stuff. Amen. But he's he's you know still a blessing you know to me that this his story and stuff and you know how he would ride up around there and go to different people's houses and stay with different people and you know and minister them minister to them and tell them about Jesus and you know and pray with them and stuff and he was yeah. always riding around and stopping at different places and you know everybody knew him up there when he lived and so it was quite a quite a story and quite a quite an adventure it sounded like he had so amen praise the lord amen sounds like he got out and done what god wanted oh, to yeah, do yeah and, uh, yeah there's a there's a lot of people that i think would uh probably have issues with what you said about him yeah. going out by himself yeah but i mean I mean, I know, I mean, like I said, is I try, I mean, like I said, is that, you know, he ended up getting married and having a family and, you know, then, and then he wanted to keep doing, you know, and left them, you know, her to fend for the children and were, was gone from them a lot. But, you know, he'd come back at certain times of the season, you know, and spend time with them and stuff. And, yeah. you know, and then, you know, and then I guess she had a sister and her sister would always get upset with him because he was always gone and, you know, and she had to take care of you know, the family and stuff while he was out there riding around and, you know, and, and you know, God using him in that aspect, but, you know, how it, what it says about if you're going to be married, you have to tend to your wife and your yeah, family and stuff. That's but, true. You know, we don't, you know, we don't tend to always take the Bible <laughs> and apply it to our lives right. type of thing, and I know we're all guilty of that, but... Seems like there's always those parts that we pick and choose to follow, right. yeah. even, for, even for what we think is a good reason. Yeah. But, uh, the but truth praise is, the Lord, he, he went out and he get the gospel out and tell people about Jesus, and that was, you know, that was the most important thing. Even though he, you know, didn't do everything right as far as living, you right. know, and well, taking care of his family, but, uh, you know, but human I beings mean, are never right all the time, right. no matter yeah, who you are. I'm just as guilty of you know doing yeah. things like, you know, probably aren't right, you know, and stuff. Yeah, and, we all are. Yeah. So, but, so uh, what's the uh, what's the story that sticks out most to you? The story that sticks out most to me about yeah, about, about Sheffy. Uh, well, there's a few things that that stick out to me from from the movie and the book. Is the one thing is that uh, you know him riding around and, and going to different places and and visiting different people, and ministering to them, and and uh, in the movie, and I believe it mentions in the book because in the book it just it just vaguely tells about it doesn't I mean doesn't really go into detail a lot. I mean, certain things in the book do, but then in the movie, it kind of gives a little more detail about the person he stayed with, and in the book, I'm sure it does too. I, I haven't read the book in a long time, so it's oh. kind of, but, um, so he was staying with this, when he first started doing circuit riding, he was staying with this one family, and they were um, Irish or Scottish, and just the, the, the fact that he stayed with them and then they they were trying to get coax him into you know they needed a sermoner is yeah. that what they called them back then is a sermoner yeah not a preacher but yeah. a sermoner he said we need a sermoner you know <laughs> and so he's like yeah and he's like ah, I don't know about getting up there behind the pulpit and so he gets up there and he's getting all nervous and he's like well he said um, today I want to read out of uh, Genesis chapter one and then he gets all nervous and he runs out and then in the movie the guy runs after him and then grabs him and, you know and, and he's like he's like kind of hits him a little bit in the movie. I don't know if that you know if that's how it happened you know in real life but you know it, but you know kind of stopped him and said you know brother chef you need to get in there and tell you know get in there don't be you know and he's like you're 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 God's man you know and he says that in the movie and, and it's really good that I really like that part and, did he go back yeah he went back Amen. and ended up you know preaching preaching 
the gospel and the sermon and stuff. And, and then when he would travel around, there was one part that 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 really sticks out. I'm sure a lot of people will will know what I'm talking about when I t- talk about it. So he was um, in the in the book and in the movie. He would tra- travel around, and people would make him dinners and stuff like that. And so in the movie, he says that one of his favorite things was chicken and dumplings. And so I agree with you. So he said in, in the movie, he, he says something along these lines is that he goes, he's praying, and he asks the lady, he goes, he's like, um, d- don't you have dumplings with the chicken? And she's like, I don't always make uh, dumplings with stewed chicken or something like that. And so he's like, so he's praying, he's like, Lord, he's like, I just want to thank you for, for this meal and these kind people. and and. He says, "If thou knowest, Lord, that the chicken would be better with dumplings." And then they all start laughing, and then, and then that's when he first he met his second wife. You know, is that you know, because at, at that at that moment, and and then they fell in love and stuff like that. So, but that always stuck out with me was the, the fact that he was praying about you know that the chicken would be better with, would be better with dumplings. And they all start laughing. They're like, ha, ha, ha I know your brother Sheffy now. <laughs> they're like, you're a real man of prayer. He's like, you, and people just talk, say that you can talk to the Lord and, you know, and you just talk to him normally. And, and it, that's kind of convicting too because, you know, you read about a prayer warrior like that. You can just talk to the Lord and you're like, man, my, you know, my talk with the Lord is not as good as it should be. Yeah. You know, and you hear about people like him and him just, you know, conversing with the Lord any time of the day. Just like he's right there, you know, he's always there. He's, oh, yeah. He is right there. It's just, we just can't see him. And, you know, and I think that's a lot of our problems is that we tend to, you know, don't pray to him and talk to him on a normal basis because we don't, can't see him like I'm looking at you and right. see you physically. You know, I can't see him physically, but, you know, so I think that's one of our problems that we have is, Praying more and talking Amen. more, but so yeah, the Bible does mention that you're supposed to reverence the Lord when you pray. Yeah. But God just wants to have talk. He wants to talk to right. us. Yeah, he, he wants to hear. Wants to, he wants to. He wants to hear every. I mean, he he already knows what's going on, but he just wants yeah. us to talk to him about it. And you know, whereas we talk to each other and we tell each other our problems, but he but he's really the only one that really can do anything about right. it in the long run. I mean. <laughs> Whereas you can't, you know, I'd be talking about you about something that's going on with me during the day, but really the Lord's only the one that can really help you through it. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. We sit there, we have conversations with each other, we get on Facebook, we get on Twitter, yeah. uh, TikTok, we get on all these different social right. platforms, and we're like, I had a Coca-Cola today. Yeah. Woo! Right. And then you don't want to go with God and be like, hey God, right. thanks yeah. for that Coca-Cola yeah. that you allowed me yeah. to today, you know, it's, it's really like, good. You know, Lord, thank you for that drink, thank yeah. you for allowing me to get to work safely, thank you for the, my my car worked okay you today, make sure. Thank you for, you know, allowing me to have this job. Thank you right. for getting me through the day. You know, I've had some difficult moments, but, you know. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. If somebody comes up to you and says, hey, man, I got a Coke for you, what are you going to say to the guy? Right. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. You know, God's the reason that Coke exists. Exactly. If yeah. there was no God, there would be no Coca-Cola. Right. So, I mean, you got to have the stuff to make it, you know. Right. He makes, he, you know, makes all the plants and all the elements stuff. and everything. That, you know, did. So yeah, Chevy yeah. had it right right there. Oh, yeah. just conversate with God because He's always there. Yeah. He's always right here with us. Yeah, sure. And uh, uh, plug, I'm gonna put this plug in here. Uh, the Reality of Jesus Christ, Part One, Two, and Three. That's the series that I have. It's actually my first series on this podcast. Go check it out, guys. Yeah. Uh, God is real. He's always with us. He's right here in our presence, yeah. just like Chevy yeah. uh, knew He was. 
but praise the Lord for him. You know, he was, you know, he was a Methodist preacher, but you know, he still got the gospel out and still, you know, went out there and ministered to people and stuff like that. And, right. You know, and people say, well, you know, because and anybody can get saved out of any religion. You know, whether it be, and it Amen. seemed like it seemed like Methodists were the ones that were the main ones back then. You know, that were out there going and preaching the gospel. You know, and you know, you read about things about Baptists too, but it seemed like Methodists were the main ones doing it back in those days. You know, seventeen, eighteen hundreds. You know, it seemed like a lot of Methodists were out there going out there and you know, going to the highways and the byways and traveling and stuff like that. And a lot of circuit riding preachers, I'm sure right. there was probably Baptist circuit riding preachers too. But that was the way you traveled back then, is by horse yeah. or horse and buggy, because there was no such thing as cars right. back then. It was all horse and buggy, and you had to travel, you know, far and wide because people's houses were so spread out because it was more wilderness back then. And there was, you know, like today, you go, you know, I'm sure there was probably cities and stuff around, but where where he was at in Virginia and West Virginia, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of country still back sure. then. And it's still a lot of country up there now. And you, know, you had to place. travel from one house could be like miles and miles and miles down the road from the next house because you know, people were you know farmers and stuff back yeah. then. And so traveling and especially in the winter time, he had a lot of you know traveling. In the winter time was rough and oh, yeah. different elements, weather elements. You know, riding like that on horseback and you know and going through the weather and stuff like that just to get the gospel out. I mean, it's, Amen. I mean, just just that kind of stuff. You know, you see him going out there. And, any type of weather and we're and we get all bent out of shape because we don't want to go out in the rain <laughs> right and here here this guy is traveling in the weather and the snow and you know and <laughs> all sorts of elements and here we we get all whiny because we don't want to go stand out in the rain <laughs> you hear parents you grow up you hear your parents say when i was your age i had to go to school yeah. it was uphill both ways in the snow yeah. no shoes on my feet back in those days it was it was really was like that you know mom and yeah. dad and they were like but lord i don't want to go out in the rain <laughs> and then you read something like this well this guy, he traveled on his horse, on horseback in the middle of the winter time, and Amen. just to get the gospel to somebody or minister to somebody. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, anybody who's watching these podcasts, these videos, let me let me tell you the point of these interviews with Brother Scott. These are interviews are about people who got out there, they they served God regardless of circumstance, regardless of the lack of the things that we have today. And they were, they done what we do now in Bible Baptist Church, but they done it with hardships that we will never ever know, in, the, in America at least. So the point of these uh, missionary reports is, is what I'm calling it, is to remind us that we need to be getting out, we need to be serving God, we need to be giving the gospel to as many people as possible. We've got social media, we've got Podcast, we've got YouTube, we've got cars, we have places where we can go pretty much anywhere we want. We've got freedom to speak, uh, whatever we want to speak. Uh, we need to. We don't have any excuse here in America. Right. We have yeah. zero excuse here. You know, especially with other countries. You know, you still got people that you know don't have the the stuff that we have. And right. The, the accesses we have. You know, a lot of people live in you know way out in the middle of the jungle in the middle of nowhere, and hey, the right. only way to get out there is by boat. Yeah. And so and. Going on mission trips to Guyana right. a lot, you know, having to travel by boat because you know the only way to get into the deep jungle where Brother Dean and Sister Patty are is by either plane or boat, right? And or, or walking, and you know, and sometimes it's like you can't even walk there because you know there's river and water, you know, keeping you from from getting there uh, by that way. So, 
Amen. So you just yeah. don't know. And then there's people literally, if they say the word of Jesus without it being a cuss word, they get killed for it. Right. In some parts of this world, that still happens. Yeah, it is, and we just don't realize it, but yeah. it still is even to this day. Yeah, we're spoiled I mean, here a, in America. There's it's a you know a vo voice of the martyrs. You know they yeah. they have a lot. Of, they have a a a, a newsletter they send out every every month and stuff, yeah. and you know you know people in other countries are still being martyred for their faith yeah. because. Uh, you know, being killed, and, you know, because they're Christians, and whether it be a Muslim or something that's, you know, into their religion, or, or Roman Catholic, or wh whoever's, trying, you know, persecuting them, you know, even to this day, you just don't, you read about it, you know, past stuff, but you don't realize it's still going on to this right. day in some parts of the world. Yeah, that's, it's not, it's not, it's not done. No. The devil is still killing Christians. The devil still hates God and hates anybody that serves God. So, uh, my suggestion is, Get with your church and talk to talk to people who are missionaries. Get these books that we will be talking about. The first two we we've talked about so far: Sheffy and Tim Boom. Uh, get the rest of these missionary books. These great men of God who went out, the great women of God who went out. They've done what God wanted them to do, and get on fire for the Lord. I'm not telling you have to go to other countries, no. but Don't figure out where God wants you to be exactly. and go there and serve faithfully and willingly yeah, with a joyful heart. Even here in the U.S., it's a, it's a mission field right yeah. in the U.S. I mean, Your own back door. Yeah, because so many people here have all these other gods. You yeah. Know, even, you know, whether it be Mickey Mouse or, you know, or something <laughs> like, you know, worshiping, right. you know, Spider-Man or something. You know, there's all these, these guys. I mean, we have so many idols and gods in this country more yeah. than in other places, you know. So. And the Bible says all false idols, are they don't breathe, they don't speak, right. they can't hear, they can't see, they can't help in any way. Right. And we're more faithful to them than we are to the true and living God. Exactly, it's yeah. crazy. We go spend thousands of dollars a year on movies and right. uh, to watch some fake guy yeah. act like a spider yeah. with webbing or and all that, that. <laughs> or a bat or whatever, Iron Man yeah. and all this. Yeah. I'll go ahead and mention their names. I don't care. Yeah, Spider Man, right. Iron Man, yeah. Wonder Woman. We all know that they're false, but you know, yeah. people get people get so hyped up about them and you know treat them like gods. And I mean, talking about them all day. I mean. Yeah, you're getting excited for the new Spider-Man movie, oh, or, or the new, you know, Doctor Strange movie, or yeah. whatever, or, or whatever the, you know, or, or the new Disney movie that's coming out. You know, I heard there's like 16 Marvel movies coming out in, in 2022, yeah, and everybody's just like, I can't wait to see how they put all this together. Blah blah blah. And it's like, like well, what about the one? I mean, you know, there's 66 books. We're, we're just as guilty sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we're we get on, you know, and we we don't get excited about the Lord, but you know, He's the real, true, living God. Yeah. And here we are, you know, get you know, get excited, you know, even Christians, you know, that you know, half living in the world, half living in the Bible, and you Amen. know, one foot in the world, one foot in God's word, and you know, and just you know, it's it's we're all you know, been looking at the Israelites even, you know, how we're yeah. just as guilty. We're as no they different are. than they are. The only difference between us and them is they had God's physical presence in a pillar of fire by night, right. a, pillar of fire, a pillar of smoke during the day. You know, they had God speaking to them audibly, yeah. daily. Yeah, I mean, he, there was a story about he told uh, Moses' uh, sister and brother, literally told them, come out of your tent right. in his own voice. Yeah. They could hear him. They came out of the tent. And then she ended up being lepers for a little bit of time. It was, it was oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, that's a bad example. You don't want to go that route. You're going to hear the voice of God. You want to hear something like, well done, good and faithful servant. Right. But still. Yeah. And now we'll, we'll have that one day. We'll have, be able to look Jesus face to face. And when you do that, yeah. do you want to be like, yeah, Chef here was my uh, hero. I want to be like Chef here. I want to be like Tin Boom or I want to be like 
one of these missionaries because they were like you, or I want to be like Paul. Yeah, like you said, you know, follow me because I'm following the Lord. Exactly. If they stop following the Lord, you keep going. Yeah. If amen. something happens where they fall out, you know, even even as our pastor brother James says, he said, if I if I fall out for some reason, you got to keep going. Keep going. You know. Amen. And you know, amen. you got. I don't think we're James falling out at times. No, but you know, we, we're we're soldiers, you know, for the Lord, and yeah. you know, it's a battle. It's a, it's not a physical battle; it's a spiritual battle. Amen. And, you know, and you got people, you know, Christians falling out left and right around you, and you know, you try to pick them up along the way, but if they don't want to be picked up, you just got to keep, keep going. going. And, yep. you know, and, and try to encourage them, but, you know, if they, you can't stay behind with them because, you know, it's Amen. just like any battle, you know, you got fallen soldiers and people getting taken out and you just got to keep, you know. But they went down trying to serve their country or yeah. serve their God, so yeah. you got to keep on doing that. So, and at least for God, but in their memory, you know, keep on doing yeah. what we're supposed to be I, doing. That's why I really enjoy reading, you know, stories about these type of people like missionaries and, you know, people of the faith and stuff Amen. and whatever, you know, background or belief, you know, whatever de denomination they came out of or whatever, as long as they were preaching the gospel and telling people about Jesus, we're not to, we're not to, you know, sh you know, shun them fully because right. they're out there getting the gospel out and right. they're, they're for us, not against us. You know, they Amen. might not be not, not like everything that God says in his word, like none of us really, you know, we, True. you know, we just have to obey it. Yep. <laughs> you know, Amen. just find out, you know, don't, don't ignore it. <laughs> Uh, that's right being ignorant you know ignoring what god says and so praise the lord for people like brother sheffy and Corey temboon amen and many others and stuff which i'll probably be talking about many more i hope down so. The road, so oh yeah yeah um so what anything else you want to mention about this particular book or these books um not that i can think of those are the main main things just you know if you have a chance to check out the movie or get the book i know the heart the book's a little harder to come by i mean i'm sure you could probably find it in um, amazon, or amazon or something like that that's where i found this one it was, you know and i was like oh yeah there's a copy because it's out of print now but i'm sure oh, yeah. you could probably you know they have um what do they call that uh, where you can read it on on the internet so uh, i think when you yeah. got audible you yeah. got amazon where you can probably buy it you got the uh the 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 computer that only has books on i can't forget i can't remember what that's called i've never had one i can't afford yeah. that kind of stuff but um all right, well, today we had Brother Scott telling us about Brother Sheffy, um, missionary to, well, missionary of God to whoever would listen, pretty much. Yeah, Virginia, West Virginia area. Yeah, so, amen. So, again, if you want to check out the books, you know, the ones, the main ones, The Saint of the Wilderness by Jess Carr, and then that's where the movie was based off, is off the book. So, and then this other one that somebody else wrote titled Brother Sheffy, a Christian who knew the power of prayer, and... Uh, that was by Will, Willard Sanders uh, Bar Barbary, B-A-R-B-E-R-Y. <laughs> well, we will have, yeah. on the YouTube video, we'll have pictures of the book and the, yeah. the books and the movies. And in the description on the uh, podcast, we'll have the titles and everything for you, so you can check those out if you want. Um, also, don't want to forget Brother Scott's podcast god's messenger lighthouse podcast right yeah. is that right okay and he has a devotional that he does on facebook called baptist bread devotional yeah always very good stuff on there check those out those will be um on the screen right about now on the youtube video and they'll be in the description on the podcast as well uh don't forget to like don't forget to share do all those things that i always ask you to do and i just pray this is a blessing to you and that you enjoy it 
and I hope you'll be back for the next interview with Brother Scott. There'll yeah. be many more to come. He's got, he's a book reader. Yeah. He's going to have books to talk about, so we're going to keep going as long as yeah. he has books to talk about. Yeah, I think I know the next one I want to go over as I'm thinking about it in my mind. Well, what do you got? I think I'm going to talk about Brother Andrew. Brother uh, he, Andrew? Yeah, he was a, um, he was a uh, the Lord basically wanted him to go um, in communist Russia back um, back. Um, back then, way back when, I'm not sure what the year, like 1800s or early 1900s, back in the Iron, Iron Curtain, and get the gospel into those people. Oh, well, there so you go. There's, there's your, uh, there's your next book. Yeah, I think that'll be the next one I talk about. Because Corey Tenboom knew him, and they met later on in life, and so oh, good. I figured that would be the next one to talk about. Cool. So, cool. Well, let's not tell him too much today. Yeah, no, no, so you no, got to no. come back and watch right, that later. Right, yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you want to pray us out, brother? Uh, yeah. Uh, Lord, thank you for uh, this day. Thank you for allowing me to come on and uh, talk about Brother Sheffy and um, uh, what a blessing uh, he was and many others that have gone out and preached your word, Lord. And um, even today, uh, pray for those that are in other countries that are being persecuted for their faith, Lord, and that we can just uh, be encouraged by these uh, men and women of the faith and um, their uh, courage, and, um, courage and the fact that they never gave up and that you help us not to ever give up and keep going. And, um, just help us to have a good rest of the day and then somebody would come to know you as their personal Lord and Savior and pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode from Running Waters Podcast. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Twitter, and my Running Waters Podcast Facebook. On my Facebook, you can click on the link for any of these platforms, and it will take you directly to the one that you enjoy listening to the most. Please don't forget to follow and share. We want the teachings, book readings, and interviews to get out to the world so they can be encouraged, as I have, from learning the mind of Christ and sharing Him with all those who want to know Him. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for following, and thank you again for sharing. God bless.